Shalom. All praises, glory, and honor to Yahweh, Bashem, Yahweh Shai, Bashem, Baharakak, Radashamaf. The water to the brothers and sisters out there that's been tuning in. We're over 25,000 plays, you know. This gospel is being spread as the scriptures tell us. The Lord told us that the gospel shall be preached and then the end shall come. So our um, our victory is near. You know, no matter what we're going through, no matter uh, our situation, our personal situation, Yahweh be the glory. He gets the glory. He gets the honor. He gets the praise. And his only begotten son, Yahweh Shai, gets the praise. When he comes back, he's coming back to be victorious, to rule over our oppressors. We have to think about that. Our situations, how we're being uh, mistreated, oppressed, persecuted, and everybody ignore us and act like that they're not doing the things that they're doing to us. It's gaslighting. That's all it is. It's, it's a psychological tactic used by narcissists, psychopaths. So these people do these things, but they don't have the, uh, the spiritual insight mainly and just common sense to know that you reap what you sow. So all the things that they're doing to God's chosen people, there is a consequence. And the Lord is going to bring forth those judgments and bring into fruition those consequences. See, the Lord, he's a man of war. We're, we're in, a, uh, in a, a defenseless state as a people. We're merciful people. We are quick to forgive more others than our own selves and even our own people. But our people are getting out of that. For the most part, those that are that are enlightened, those that have the light, the ones that are still in darkness, they're still operating in that low, vib low vibrational spirit of envy, hatred, you know, and just really uh, the crab barrel mentality. We don't uh, eat crab, so I'm just giving you an example of the mentality that our people exhibit. A lot of our people have become and grown accustomed to the ways of Esau. See, Esau, he's jealous hearted. He's envious. He, he hates our, uh, you know, basically he hates our blessing. We have the birthright. We have the blessing. We were given the covenant, the law, statutes, and commandments. And our Lord, he came back and died for us. No other nation. Salvation is of the Jews or Israel. All 12 tribes. And these heathens, they don't have... Uh, the the uh, you know the blessing they don't have the birthright their blessing is carnality you know which is the sword that's why they they're able to to do the things that they're doing our people might see how this devil is just doing whatever he want you know they can gun our people down in the streets and uh, you know flood our neighborhoods with dope you know crack heroin and all kind of other drugs. 
destabilizing, you know, our 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 um our home, you know, our, our homes, our way, our ways of life, you know, our communities. Anytime our people try to do something that's positive, they're right there to fuck it up, to be a hindrance, to be a stumbling block. You know, the Black Panthers, which they were a political organization. They weren't, you know, a spiritual organization. You know, they they pretty much believed in uh, socialism, you know, and although, you know, they, they were going off on a lot of things, they did have the right concept of helping their own people. That's why they had the free lunch program. That's why they had, um, you know, the free health clinics. And his devil, he did everything, you know, in his power, and they were able to accomplish it to uh, destroy what the Black Panthers had uh, started and was able to do, man. They were able to feed a lot of uh, Negro uh, children with, uh, with the free breakfast program. A lot of our people were strung out on dope and the mothers that was in the households, because a lot of times, um, you know, in Jake communities through the, you know, the welfare system, the, the man will be basically outed out of his house because a, um, uh, you know, a man couldn't be in a house where, you know, the, uh, the woman could receive services from the government or the state. So that took the the head or the um, you know the the uh, the head of the household out of out of uh, his own house. So now the women raise men and they can't teach a man how to be a man. You know, even though they're there to nurture and uh, and and. Uh, raised that child up in the beginning stages of his life, you know, nursing and, you know, and again, all the nurturing that comes with uh, a child having a, a healthy self-esteem, having a, you know, a, a spiritual connection to their parents that was destroyed and it was all on purpose. So this devil, he did all of these things to really draw a wedge between the man and a woman, but also destroy the household. And again, they flooded dope, all those different agencies, uh, conspired and undermined it, Negro progress. And that's all on record. That's not hearsay. And there's no integrity because no one has ever uh, corrected those situations. No one has ever, uh, made public apologies or even did anything to wrong, uh, you know, all the wrongs, corrected those wrongs, because that's what the word reparations mean, it means to repair. So being that we don't look uh, for any man to help us, we look for Yahweh Bashim Yahweh to help us. These people are, are just there to uh, cause problems. And so we depend on the Lord and we know that we'll be victorious in the end uh, when our Lord returns, you know.
because this this battle is a spiritual battle. It's not a carnal battle. The Bible say that that um, we wrestle not against flesh and blood. So we're we're in a in a physical presence, but we're also battling spirits because the spirits that's in these people it causes them to do the things that they're doing to come against us without cause. You could be somewhere and your energy, your your light will make those that are in darkness uncomfortable. They'll have that hatred for you. Even your own family will hate you. And the Lord told us that these will be the signs of the end times. You know, family will betray you. You know, your brethren, your kinfolk. These are people that you know. And being that you you came into this truth, you know, you came into the understanding of who you are, the people they're gonna hate you. And you'll find yourself that you're actually um in the spiritual battle alone. And that's fine, you know, because we can only uh we're only held accountable for our own actions. So how we how we react. It's something that we all got to uh, not only consider, but know that we're in control of our actions. All these people that are trying to provoke you, that are trying to get you out of who you are as a person, especially the narcissist, you know, the narcissistic people that like push, pushing buttons, that like to uh, dis disturb your peace. But the Lord, he, he wants us to uh, remain steadfast and to always consider that the battle is not ours what's happening to us the lord he's the one that's going to correct all of those uh, situations you know he's the uh, avenger you know vengeance is his it's it's not of of uh, man's you know see this devil he's all about vengeance because he don't believe in the most high he, he's um, he's basically um, an anti-Hamashiach, you know. He denied the spirit and the flesh of the Lord, you know. He denied the, uh, the, the biblical teachings of just really right and wrong, you know. There's, there's not a righteous bone in his body. And even when he called himself being righteous, it's still on the left-hand side. He's, un, he's unable to. You know, he's unable to to uh, to do what's right because it's not in him. You can't make something straight that's crooked. You know. So let's go to the battle is not yours because this thing is spiritual. This word is likened to a sharp two-edged sword. And although we may not be able to physically see, uh, you know, the spiritual warfare that's happening, it's, it's, it's definitely, how should I say, I want to word this right, it's definitely defeating the wicked. And that's why they are reacting the way that they do. This word, it, it makes people very uncomfortable. And those that are not right in the spirit, 
they're not going to repent. They're not going to um, take heed, you know, self-evaluate. See, this devil, he's proud, and our people are proud too, so they're not going to, you know, correct themselves. They're just going to continue to be proud and plan and plot. You know, they got the vengeful spirit. So this is the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 20, verse 15. And he said, Hearken ye, all Judah, and all the inhabitants of Jerusalem, and thou King Jehoshaphat, thus saith the Lord unto you, Be not afraid, nor dismayed by the reason of this great multitude. So the Lord said, Be not afraid. Don't be dismayed by the reason of this great multitude, because our people have always been, you know, in a situation where we're the underdog. You know, we had all of these great armies against us, and it's nothing new under the sun. You know, Esau with his uh his blessing of the sword. It is it, this the same scenario, just like the Egyptians. They had a mighty uh, army. They had a thriving society. And here it is, you had the Israelites that were being persecuted and oppressed. You know, their backs were beaten and they were mistreated and they were ashamed and humiliated. So our people are going through that same humiliation, just like how the Lord went through the humiliation. But in the end, it brings forth honor, humility before honor. So the Lord is reminding our people don't be afraid or dismayed by the reason of this great multitude. For the battle is not yours, but Yahweh's. So the battle is not ours. Whatever we're going through in life, you you know, and I'm telling myself this, you know, things could be so heavy for us, this burden, you know, it's, it's not ours. That's why the Lord said, take his burden because it's light, you know. He was able to uh, uh, take on through the spirit because he's the son of God, his, the only begotten son. He was able to take on the sins of all of Israel, past, present and future. That's a, that is a lot that's so heavy to even fathom. All the wicked shit that our people do, that you know, things that we do that's not right. You know, we go off, you know, the Lord. Uh, covers that to that man or woman that's covered with his blood. So the victory is already there. The Lord is, he's already victorious. We're already victorious. If we're partakers, you know, joint heirs in his kingdom, it's, it's already written. We just, you know, playing it out. You know, it's like a, you know, a movie. You know, you got this, you know, where is it, DVD or even on YouTube. You know, you watch the the, uh, the movie from, you know, from beginning to end. But then you also have one of those, uh, those remotes where you could fast forward or rewind. You know, we can't do that. We can't go back. We can't, you know, we can't go forward. We can only be in the present, you know. And we can move towards going forward to, to finish this movie out. But in the end of that movie is victory. There's the finish line. So the battle is not ours, you know. The 
Lord have already defeated the wicked. That's why he's in the heavens. You know, he's angry, very angry. Because, you know, everything is is uh, is already written. You know, before the foundations of the earth, the Lord knew how this would go. So it's just all being played out. So no matter what you're going through in life, you know, know that the battle is not yours. That's why the Lord would always encourage the Israelites when they were in situations in battle. You know, it looks bad. It looks, you know, un you know, is an unpredictable situation. It's, you know, it don't look good. But the Lord would say, be courageous. You know, and that's what we have to always remind ourselves of, no matter what we're going through in life. That what's that saying? This so this too shall pass. There's a season for everything, you know, a season. You go into the book of Ecclesiastes and it goes and all, you know, goes into all the seasons. You know, so we're we're in a time of uh you know difficulties this is a uh, jacob's trouble and it's going to get worse before it gets better but then in the end it's it's going to all uh, balance out it's going to it's going to be good and that good is going to last forever for you uh, negroes latinos and native americans who are of, of the uh of the elect you know and then you know, after that thousand year reign, then the two thirds will come back, but then they'll have their everlasting shame and, uh, and contempt, you know, for what they've done in their lives and, you know, working against brothers and sisters. See, there's a uh, cause and effect, you know, we all will be judged, you know, whatever we're doing, you know, in these, in these bodies, we were held accountable for it. So that's why we have to always remain and walk in the spirit, you know, denying the flesh. So this is the book of First Corinthians, chapter 15, verse 57. But thanks be to Yahweh, which giveth us the victory through our Lord, Yahweh Shai HaMashiach. So thanks be to Yahweh, which giveth us the victory. He's the man of war. He's the one that defeats the enemies of Israel just the same way that he defeated the Egyptians. You know, the Lord brings these nations against us because of our disobedience. But once we're uh, repent, you know, repenting, you know, we repent daily. Once we come back to the Heavenly Father's law, statutes and commandments, having faith in our King Yahweh Shai, you know, and having having faith in the Heavenly Father, Yahweh, because it is impossible to please the Heavenly Father without faith. You know, so sometimes our faith could decrease, but then during that time, we have to pray for more faith, faith that's waxed strong, you know. You never uh, discount yourself or, or count just, you know, basically uh, throw in the towel. You have to remain in a spiritual battle because we have victory through our Lord, Yahweh Shai HaMashiach. You know, he's the victor. 
know, and being joint heirs, you will receive of that victory as well. So I want to go into the definition of victory or victorious. Victory. Victoriousness. It's just different terminologies, but we're going to uh, go into the KJV dictionary definition. Let's see. Hold on. Okay, the definition is having conquered in battle or contest. That's that's when you have victory. You know, you're you're conquering that battle or contest. We're we're in a spiritual battle. So the Lord, He gets the victory. He, he's victorious over the spiritual battle, but also the physical battle that's going to take place when He returns. See, there 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 will be an actual battle, man. You know, the war of Armageddon and prior to that, when the Lord returns of uh, the destruction of Babylon, the great, which is America during World War Three, the Lord, he's going to return simultaneously. And the Lord, who is the Lord of hosts, will bring the angels. Who are in those uh, UFOs, you're going to have a uh, what they call a, a alien invasion. That's what you're going to have. You're going to have an alien invasion. They know it. But the Lord going to put the spirit in these nations after Babylon is destroyed because they're all going to gather together in the Valley of Decision, the, the Valley of Jehoshaphat, which is Armageddon. All the armies of the earth are going to try to wage war against the Lord and the armies of Israel, which is the, the angels and the, the 144,000. And that's where you go into uh, the uh, kings of the earth. The captains going to all try to hide in those uh, installations, those underground bunkers. They're going to try to hide from the wrath of the lamb. But there's nowhere to hide. There's nowhere on the earth. They out in space, you know, floating around. They ain't got no, they, ain't, they got nothing, you know, that they can't defeat the Lord's army, and they know it. That's why they uh, beat up on the Lord's people. You know, it's a bully. You know, a bully is going to attack somebody that's weaker, a coward. You know, they're bullies. It says, having overcome an enemy or an antagonist, and Esau is the enemy. He's an antagonist. That's why he constantly antagonizes and, and show us that he's our enemy. You know, our enemy. And we have many enemies written of in the book of Psalm 83. Conquering, vanquishing, as a victorious general, victorious troops, a victorious admiral or a navy that produces conquest as a victorious day. So let's go to victory, conquest, the defeat of an enemy in battle. That's why the scripture says that the Lord will uh, make war, let's see, bear with me, I'm going to go back to the, the definition, but I want to read the scripture, coming back to judge and make war.
That's Judgment Day. Everybody will be judged. So this is the book of Revelation chapter 19, verse 11. So we're going to read the KJV. And I saw heaven opened, and behold, a white horse. So this is talking about Yahweh Shai. He is on that white horse. Heavens is opening because the Lord, he's going to come to this physical realm by the way of the UFOs. A white horse is likened to, you know, the power that's in those chariots, you know. And his power, his, his glory, his might, he's coming back as a God. It says, and he that sat upon him was faithful and true. And in righteousness, he doth judge and make war. So Yahweh Shai, he's faithful and true. Faithful to the Father, true to the Father, faithful to his people, and true to his people. In righteousness, he doth judge and make war. So he's coming back to judge the nations, you know, all over Israel will, will be judged, you know, and then make war. He's coming back to make war with the nations. That's why the scripture says that upon his head were many crowns. See, crowns, it represents rulership. These nations now, you know, they'll have their, um, they'll have their, um, their rulers and they'll, they'll have a crown on their head. That represents a rulership. Let's see. On his head were many crowns. Let's talk about the Lord taking over the planet. You're not going to have any uh, nations uh, ruling, you know, uh, with, you know, with, with authority. Only the Lord will have the true authority. Now, the, the heathen nations after the thousand years, they're going to go back to their land. But they're still going to be in subjection. They're going to have to uh, give tribute to the Israelites, you know, and if they don't, uh, you know, adhere and keep the uh, the law, statutes, commandments and and observe the high holy days, they're going to have a famine. So this is the book of Revelation, chapter 19, verse 12, and it reads is eyes was a flame of fire this is the precept to revelation chapter 1 13 through 15 and also in the book of uh, uh, <clears throat> genesis going into judah it says and on his head were many crowns so that's talking about rulerships yahweh shai ruling many crowns that's talking about the lord ruling over every uh nation on the planet it says, and he had a name written that no man knew, but he himself. So Yahweh Shai, he's coming back to rule over all the nations. So he's victorious. He, he has the victory. Let's go back to Revelation chapter 19, verse 12. 
a definition of victory. So it says conquest is the, the defeat of an enemy in battle or an antagonist in conquest and gaining of superiority in war or combat. Victory supposes the power of an enemy or an antagonist to prove inferior to that of the victor because these nations, they're inferior. You know, victory, however, depends not always on superior skill or valor. It is often gained by the fault or mistake of the vanquished. See, there's no mistakes in the Lord. Everything that he do is perfect. His ways are perfect. So there's no, um, you know, uh, getting out of that superior strength and that power. See, this devil, you know, right now he has, you know, strength and power, but there's weaknesses. There's, there's things that he don't even know. That's why they're out in space and trying to figure shit out, but they can't figure it out. You know, Lord hath given this earth unto them. So they're, they're only given to what uh, the Lord gave them. And he's the one that's going to take it away. Go to the slain of the Lord shall be many. Because he's coming back for warfare. That We just read that he's going to bring judge, uh, righteous judgment, righteousness, you know, righteous judgment and make war. So this is the book of Isaiah 66, verse 16, for by fire and by his sword will the Lord plead with all flesh. So, so the Lord, he's going, when you hear the word plead, it, it, you know, it sounds like, like somebody's begging, but in this instance, it means that the Lord, he's going to bring that heat. That's how he's going to plead with, uh, with his adversaries, with fire and by his sword. You know, spiritual fire, not like regular fire, a, a, a consuming fire. So hot that those UFOs could go uh, throughout the sun, man. They can go directly in the sun. Hell, we can't even be outside on hot, you know, sunny days, man, where the heat is just like unbearable. But then you have the, the UFOs that can go throughout, you know, in and out the sun. And then you had the situation with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego when they were in that fiery furnace. You know, they were uh, sentenced to death because they didn't want to bow down to those idols. And they were thrown in that furnace. And the other person that was in that fire was Yahweh Shai. They were walking around the fire. None of their garments were singed, nothing. That's power. That's, that's, that's might. For by fire and by his sword will I plead, uh, will the Lord plead with all flesh. And the slain of the Lord shall be many. During that warfare, the slain of the Lord shall be many. You know. When he comes back, every every nation on the planet, all nations, 
everybody will see him return to be victorious. That's why the scripture says that the tribes of the earth shall mourn. And he's not coming back looking like Cesare Borgeria. A lot of people, they're very triggered by what the Lord actually looks like. That goes to show you that you have a whole bunch of people that are anti-Hamashiachs. They have the spirit of Antichrist because they denied the Messiah coming in the flesh. They, they deny what the Lord looks like. So here it is for hundreds of years, everybody uh, has, you know, uh, known whether overtly or inadvertently, they have known that image to be Jesus Christ. You Just like right now, take your phone, you know, or whenever you get a chance, type in the word Jesus Christ on Google. You do that, you're going to see Esau, the so-called white man. That's a blasphemous image because that's not what the Lord looks like. And no lies are the truth, but a lot of Christians, black and white, they're triggered by that. They have a hatred for what the Lord looks like because it's that, that white supremacist mindset that, that's not only in... Uh, Esau, but even our own people, that's self-hatred. They can fathom that the Messiah, the Son of God, is a so-called Negro. It's just out of their, you know, their, their realm of thinking, man. That's that cognitive dissonance. So this is the book of Matthew chapter 24, verse 30. It says, and then shall appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven. You know, uh, what we just read about uh, the Lord, uh, coming through the clouds, you know, the so-called UFOs. The son of man is Yahweh Shai. It says, and then shall all the tribes of the earth mourn. So the, the, the tribes of the earth are going to mourn because the slain of the Lord shall be many. It says, they shall see the son of man coming in the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. The Lord's coming back with that glory, that power and great glory, not just regular glory, but great glory. That might, you know, that that power that's unmatched. So the victory is ours. And a battle is not ours. It's the Lord's. So other than that, you know, I hope this was uh, edifying to you brothers and sisters out there. Shalom to the family, all praises, glory, and honor to Yahweh in the name of his only begotten son, Yahweh Shai. Shalom.